how to avoid bypassing an emotion or situation. Mm. This is where my work is. I'm not, I'm not, I don't understand how to ride the wave of emotion and not be swallowed up by it rather than bypass it. I typically bypass it or drown in it. There's no in between and I'm very good at bypassing. <laughs> okay. I think that, so the first thing, and, and this has been coming up in quite a few students. Hi, Julie. Student questions. <laughs> Hi, Lovey. I'm going to feed Angel really quick. Um, is that this, this idea as human beings that when we're experiencing an emotion, we very often can go to that place that the emotion is not, is just going to stick around. Like we were so tuned in to wanting things to stay the same to a degree that we cling or we attach to, um, to whatever it is that we're feeling in any given moment. If we're feeling, you know, joy and abundance and lightness and happiness, we long for that to stay. And, and we can even get into the place of like, oh, this is great. I feel great today. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to feel great forever. Um, and then we do the, the same thing uh, with negative emotions. Or we're concerned we'll do the same thing with negative emotions, so we want to bypass them and avoid them. And there is such a, there's, there's a space of grace in between bypassing, shoving it aside, pushing the tears down, whatever it is that you're doing, restricting your, your voice when you're frustrated about something. Mm -hmm. Bypass, bypass, bypass. And then the other end of it, which is going so deep into that emotion that you experience that this is, this is never going to end. This isn't going to lift. I'm going to be swallowed by this and stay in this rather than pausing for just a moment and looking at the space between both of those extremes and finding grace in that whatever the emotion, whatever the re reaction is that's starting to rise up in your body, whatever that is, is temporary and it will come in and it will go out. So be with it while it's here. You know, like I love when we, when we talk about like the toddler, the, the tantruming toddler, right? Let's say that the inner toddler is having a tantrum or the inner toddler is lying on the floor, face down, crying, refusing to put on their shoes. You're not like, oh great. Now my toddler is going to do this for the next 18 years of their life, right? So we need to get the toddler out of this as fast as possible. You just sit down with the toddler because this too will actually pass and let the toddler be in whatever it is in. You know, oh, I noticed that you're, that you're face down on the floor. Is this comfortable for you? Would you like a pillow? <laughs> I love that. Oh, you're kicking your feet. Maybe we kick our feet over here where it's softer and we're not going to hurt ourselves on the coffee table. Right? Like <laughs> being with that inside yourself. So you're not going to the, ex to the extreme of, I don't have time for a temper tantrum right now in this moment. I'm not going to have it. I'm going to let it build and build and shake up the kombucha bottle until it explodes <laughs> over my mother-in-law about something. Right? Or the other way, which is to believe that you're going to be just completely swallowed up by this emotion and not be able to, to dig your way out. Um, so really being with the impermanence, I, I am frequently in the impermanence of emotion and allow it to be so that whatever I'm feeling is authentic in that moment. Side note, 
writing the book, the instruction manual. Mm -hmm. I really see it now. It's a it, Julie. You have a chapter in it. It's a, it's our whole team. It's our it's a collaborative like environment. She's got the piece about environment, the valley, right? Kim has a Aesthetics. piece. Zara, like like so. It's I really see the instruction manual for the human being, uh, navigating the joys and terrors of life. That's the book we're working on. Um, is, is everybody has like, isn't that cool? So many. Okay. Um, so for me, when I hear, uh, I don't understand how to ride the wave of, of emotion and not be, and not be swallowed up by it. In my experience, did I forget to turn that off? No. Um, sw swallowed up by it isn't because, okay, here's, here's, somebody explain this to me. Uh, a while ago, uh, years ago, and it made like the most radical difference, okay? I always thought, it's so innocent, I always thought, oh, I'm being with my emotions and I can't, and this is too intense. <clears throat> I didn't realize I had no idea how to actually feel my emotions. Mm. Okay, this is key, friends, okay? So just just really, really, to, like like, get this. Usually, when we think we're being with our emotion, it means we first notice a sensation, right? How do we know we're agitated? Is because there's sensations happening in our body. Our mind is agitated, which creates agitating, agitating sensations in the body. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, when you recognize I'm pissed, what we do is we think we're being with the emotion of pissed but we're up here thinking, thinking about, about why, why we're pissed. <laughs> Who pissed me off? That's not being with our emotions. Yet we think it is. Because no one ever taught us this. Because we're ruminating about our emotions. <laughs> we're, we're going over the scenery. We're, 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 we're um, uh, case building for why we've got the emotion. That's where we drown. Mm-hmm. Drowning doesn't happen when you actually feel the emotion. And this is what, and this is where Jaya is brilliant. Mm. She will literally say, invite your mind to drop now into your body. You have to move at, to feel your emotions. You have to move out of here. And now, just like your yoga on the mat, when you're in warrior one, you're noticing the sensations in your shoulders. You're noticing the sensations in your thighs. Mm -hmm. That's what it means to feel your emotions. So, so she'll say, give your mind an anchor, an anchor phrase. This is what rage feels like in my body. Okay, and this is what rage feels like in my, in my body. And you allow those words to guide you, to keep you in your body, in the noticing the sensations of the, of the emotion. And then thirdly, just like in yoga on the mat, you direct the breath to where you feel sensations. So when I feel rage, okay, or I feel uh, really pissed, I'm feeling like fire and heat moving through my body. So I will just be with, okay, the rage is now moving through my arms. I'm feeling rage in my solar plexus. I'm feeling the heat rising and I'm directing then my breath and I make it a game. I learned this from, um, Mm -mm. Breathwork, ecstatic breathwork guy. Mm -mm -mm. Who's my coach? 
Scott, why can't I think of his name? Schwink? Yeah, Scott Schwink. Scott Schwink. He was amazing, okay? Follow so, him on Instagram, it's cute. He's so incredible. Right, so no, so he guided me through this whole process of like, and I, it was radical when I was like, I was enraged in this one, in this one conversation. And, and I'm like, and I'm being with the rage in my body. And he's like, okay, and I'm describing it. And he's like, okay, I could direct the breath there. And he's like, make it bigger. And so he's like, just do it. He's like, direct the breath there and bellows it, make it bigger. Like I'm feeling this fire right here. He's like, make it go outside of your body. Let it like bellows, like let your breath, let it consume you. Mm -hmm. And it was a game changer for me. Mm -hmm. I had no idea until that completed my, uh, my quest on what's the difference? How do you actually feel your feelings? And so he gave me that process. Mm -hmm. Game changer. So, and I, and I operate on the experience of emotion being energy in motion. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if we're allowing the energy to move and, and giving it space, Mm. giving it heat, giving it grounding, giving it whatever balance is useful to your body and allowing it to blow up, you're being an alchemist. You're, you're shifting the energy into a different form. You're not squishing it down. And you're also not being swallowed by it because you're empowered to be the alchemist over that energy. Mm-hmm. You know, like if any of your kids ever watched uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. right? And there are the waterbenders and there's the earthbenders and there's the firebenders. I'm totally a firebender when I'm feeling angry. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely a waterbender when I'm feeling sad and, and allowing like just that wave of emotion of tears mm-hmm. to come over me. So I'm playing with that and and the subtle energy field when it gets mm-hmm. less dense mm-hmm. it gets comical you know you're like oh i'm going to go on a little adventure with my pissed offness today <laughs> and and that's where we get to be in grace because we're not squishing it and then we're also not experiencing that like being swallowed is one is is what the student question was, and I would say just the like oppressiveness mm-hmm. of the density of energy that is not allowed to move and shift and be in its fullness. Bellow it out, make it bigger. Yeah, and and most and most resistance, especially when we feel anger or upset and agitation, is a fiery response. So you're gonna feel. There's, there's fire happening in you. And when you allow the fullness, and so, so for me, the takeaway of that was that you, it, there's a transmutation. It's, it was literally burning away part of the layers of the ego. Because anytime I'm angry, it always comes back to something egoic, right? It's only about me. It's not the situation, all right? So it would burn something. And that's in, in the, um, the Shaivite tradition. That's, that's the tapasya. That's the burning of our samskaras. That's the burning away. And it's so uncomfortable. Yet on the other side, every time I have access to something that I didn't have before it, if I didn't do, if I don't do that process, I'm still up here Mm -hmm. and it burns something away. And from an Ayurvedic perspective, crying is just as important as sweating. Yep. Speaking yep. is just as important as pooping. Mm-hmm. We allow mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. energies and these toxins and these things that are no longer being used by our body to come out in mm-hmm. some way. Mm-hmm. And if we're squishing 
and suppressing any of it. I mean, imagine if you plop, if you blocked up all your pores so you couldn't sweat, yeah. you would overheat. Mm. It wouldn't be safe or comfortable. Imagine if you couldn't go to the bathroom for a very long time. And yet these other, these other exit points yeah. of energy are things that we shut down often. So we want to make yeah. it a priority to not do that. And they're built in. They're, they're, they're built in regulating and healing mechanisms, mm -hmm. right? They're, 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 they're part of your machinery, like windshield white washers, right? Built into the car. You need those in order to be able to function. You don't want to not have fluid in your washer thingy. I love so, that we're using car analogies right now. We're stellar at that. It, oh, because we're such mechanics. We're gosh, gosh. Don't, don't forget to have fluid in your thing of whatsies before... <laughs> Dude, the blobby <laughs> Like when I try to talk about sports. <laughs>